Slice Audio. some stuff haters gonna hate lovers gonna love i don't want to do none of the above i want to answer you yes i do uh what's that from Chappelle show that's what that's from okay here we go a quick mini episode six a rebuttal episode so we had so we had some a flurry of act of activity. Some of you were downright heated. Last episode we were talking about what are the top bands, right? Of South from South Dakota. Which okay, let's just set this up a little bit. So we kind of stumbled into this whole deal where what are the best acts from South Dakota? And I had a pretty short list. And I'm, we're going to talk about that just real quick. So the premise of this entire thing is who were the best ever bands from the state of South Dakota. So if you're not from here, you can fucking skip this episode because none of this is going to matter to you. Unless you would like a little history on South Dakota music. Um, so let's start here. Let's start with some concessions. I am only in my 30s, and so there's a big window where I wasn't around, and so there's a few of you who rattled off a bunch of bands that were before my time. I'm open, I'm open to admitting that they could exist, and they should be on the list and have some, you know, they should, whatever. Also, one of my favorite bands, Corduroy Vinyl, was was asking why I mean they were kidding obviously but they were asking why they were not on the list. I will say this, me personally Corduroy Vinyl will always be on one of my top bands because I discovered radio at the same time I discovered Corduroy Vinyl. And so if you don't know who Corduroy Vinyl is, they're a great band here in the hills and you should hear them when they play. Um anyways, Thanks for reaching out, Corduroy Vinyl. You guys are badass. You should go see them. Okay. So let's start with some text messages. And I got a handful of these. The Spill Canvas should have made your list of South Dakota bands. I can't put them in because I disagree. So, you know, I don't mean any of this personally to the Spill Canvas. And if your list is different than mine, that's fine. That's your list. Start your own podcast, and then you can do your own list. This is my list. I'm leaving the Spill Canvas off. And there's a bunch of people right now who are also saying, I've never even heard of the Spill Canvas. And that's why I get to leave them off. They also um, – my, my brother weighed in that his band, 10-Ton Goldfish, should have been included – um, if he can dig up the, the, a song, I will play a full song of 10 ton goldfish and you can all, uh, decide for yourselves. Also, my brother also had a very amazing point. D court Hammett, who composed the South Dakota state song should be on the list. I can't argue with that. Really? A bunch of people weighed in. People are saying, that I left indigenous off the list. And I agree. I should have thought of indigenous. I do believe they should be on the list. 
I'm pulling up all the mail here. I have to I have to dig around for the mail here. I were so many sent. Um, okay, uh, so I forgot. I want to add three that I think should be on the list, and I and so this is the concession part of this of this area. I'm adding indigenous, and I'm adding I think maybe the Red Willow Band, but I I'm trusting the people that are telling me that when I say that. Then I also should have included Dustin Evans. Not a lot of country on the list. Houston had some. He had oh, was the, the Outlanders. Big band in Rapid City in the 90s when the big country boom. I'm sure there's like a Sioux Falls version of that. I don't know them either. A couple of people said Johnny Holmes. I don't believe they are a South Dakota band. I just think they played South Dakota a lot. Hold on. Let me, let me make sure. Let me make sure I got all the hate mail read. <laughs> oh, that was fun. All weekend long, I might like the 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 hotline would ring because I get text, you know, and then and then the and then the email would come in, and then a Facebook message would come in. It was awesome. I I, I liked getting the reaction. This is why people are shitty on the internet because we know that the the shitty topics are the ones that get answered. Oh, gross. I just figured out how Fox News exists. Oh, that's a little disgusting. Oh, yeah. Also, let's see. Um, Can I source you? Whoever said this was very funny, and it made me laugh out loud. Someone said, oh, shoot. Okay. It was, I can't find it now, but someone emailed in. I'm just, now we're just reading your mailbag here, right? Someone weighed in with, Promise that you're not going to do any news about Trump or the coronavirus, and then every time continue to talk about both of those things for t- at least 20 minutes every episode. That's fair. Fair complaint. But I feel like I stand by all my statements. I haven't gone back and listened to the previous five episodes, but I'll also say this. I don't believe I need any retractions or concessions, which you can make at the mailbag. If you hear me say something wrong, I will give you the credit. And we can all we can you can fix it because um, I'm I'm noticing when I keep doing these episodes that when I'm in it when I'm talking fast I bet I'm ju- it's just dawning on me how annoying this must be and people have probably been telling me this for years. In fact, I know a couple of them who have. When I'm on a kind of a roll when I'm kind of just thinking out loud, I'll say a word like, "What's a good example?" Like when I'm on the fly, I just noticed I did it in an email today. I'll, I'll point out an example of how stupid I am. Like, in, a, in the moment when I'm trying to prove my point, I will say, uh, like, the word irreverent. But what I meant in my head was irrelevant, and my head didn't catch it. So I'm, I guess I'm formally apologizing for doing that if I do it often. But I'll also, you know what I meant. No one's perfect. Come on. I'm mostly picking the right words. I do feel like this is why Biden gets all that shit. Because, you know, Trump, too, you get a little mumble mouth and you say something you don't mean. But I don't feel like I'm hard on him for those reasons. I'm hard on him because he's petulant. See, did it again. Snuck one in. Love you anyway, though. Okay, let me just scan here. Let me make sure I got uh, all the hate mail read. And then this one was real quick. Super short episode. I don't want to put spill canvas in. Let's see. Dun, dun, dun. Indigenous. Felt bad about indigenous. Someone asked about brulee. I don't feel like brulee is um, is on that list. Oh, here's no Trump or COVID-19 talk. Murdoch Jones then continues to talk about both on every podcast. Well, you know, I'm doing my best, man. 
Uh, oh, got a little heat here for, uh, I'll listen to, I don't know who this is. I don't have these numbers saved. Um, I saw, I'm sorry. I can't credit you. <laughs> I'll listen to Creed for 12 hours before I'll admit hip hop is in fine shape. This mumble rap auto-tune garbage has to go. Okay. I have two answers to this. Yes, but mostly because we're getting old. You feel that way because we're getting old. I've been listening to more like I you know what I hate about modern hip hop, this trap trap hip hop. I can't do it's and it at it at it at it at it at it like I get that's the thing, but it's not good. It's hard on my ears because I'm getting old. And that's about what this person's saying. With the mumble rap. But you know, if I was 17, I bet I'd love it. I'm just you know, I'm giving it, I'm giving it, it's still not like, rock has made worse moves. Hip-hop hasn't had the time to make those bad commercial moves yet. That's my point. Because they're still a little cool. If you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to the last episode. And you can weigh in. You can weigh in and yell at me too. Okay, that's it. I just wanted to answer all the hate mail because it was really fun to get some hate mail. If you'd like to add to the hate mail... Murdoch Joe, go to MurdochJones.com because haters gonna hate, lovers gonna love. You can also text me 605-340-0811. That's it. Short episode. See y'all. It's time for the credits. I need to cut some credits. The Book of Murdoch. This has been a Home Slice audio production. This particular credit was recorded in Studio 2A. Executive producer is Mark. <laughs> He's in my cell phone as Mark fucking Houston. <laughs> Executive producer is Mark Houston. Engineering, Chris Jaquez. I think it's Jaquez. I call him Jaquez. And he is certainly the smartest man at Home Slice when it comes to technical abilities. I'm Murdoch. I wrote this uh, photo and videography by Russ Danger Haddon. And all graphic design done by our chief brand officer, Robert Tiberius Henry. See more shows at homesliceaudio.com or check out the homeslicegroup.com. Thanks for listening. Give this a like or a share. And you have a great day. Mark has to listen to this, and he's going to be so annoyed, and that tickles my fancy. (laughs) So leave this goddamn piece in.